What do enterprising nurses need to know about innovative strategies for developing nursing business opportunities? Let's take a deep dive with Michelle Podlesny, my friend and the president of the National Nurses and Business Association, right here on this special bonus episode of the Nurse Keith Show. Hey there, this is Nurse Keith. This podcast is all about you, your personal and professional development, your career, and the healthcare system in the big, big picture. And I'm here to share education, diatribes, and informative interviews like today's with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, nursing, medicine, tech, entrepreneurship, and beyond. I love having you along for the ride, and I have a very special request for you. If you find value in the show and you're a regular listener, please consider becoming a valued patron at patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. You know, I've produced right around 350 episodes now, and that does incur a bunch of costs. And while this is a labor of love, I love when listeners decide to support the show. And I'm asking 100 regular listeners, this is a big ask, to contribute $2 a month for a year. If you would consider doing that for me, it's less than buying me a cup of coffee every month for a year. And I'm not into the caffeine and sugar anyway, or the empty calories. I just want to give you a lot of audio awesomeness. You can always pledge more and get some great premiums and awesome stuff in return. But $2 a month for a year would really be super awesome. So head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to sign up and show your support for the show. And remember that Nurse Keith Coaching is your one-stop shop for everything related to your career. I offer expert holistic career coaching for nurses and healthcare professionals. And if you mention Michelle Podlesny or the National Nurses and Business Association, when you email me at keith at nursekeith.com to schedule a complimentary chat, I'll give you 15% off your first coaching package rather than the usual 10 The show notes for this episode will be at nursekeith.com forward slash NNBA 2021, where you can learn all about the upcoming National Nurses in Business 36th Annual Conference, which we will talk about in detail with Michelle. And Michelle, we're going to talk about your bio and where you come from and all the amazing things you've done throughout your life. And, you know, I just want to ask you this first question. Why is entrepreneurship important to the nursing profession? Well, I think it's important because nurses should have autonomy. You know, nurses are the predominant provider of health care in this country. And yet we're not recognized mm-hmm. from payers as being health care providers. So charging for nursing services continues to be relegated to putting us in the room charge. And as long as nurses and nursing is dependent on outdated reimbursement methods, then there's a need for Mm -hmm. us as nurses to be entrepreneurs and business owners. Wow. And so I know that you have an idea. It's a from my perspective or from others' perspective, could be seen as fairly radical that if nurses became entrepreneurs but remained within the healthcare system, sort of like a doctor works in an office, rounds in the hospital, and then bills for their services, what would that look like? And and do you think do you think that would really be possible? And and how would that help nurses? What would happen? Well, I definitely think it would help nurses um, Mm -hmm. because I think where nurses have some upset is that they're not viewed as professionals, as respiratory therapists, as lab technicians, Mm -hmm. as physicians, you know, so I think that that's where it gets difficult for nurses staying within the traditional system. Now, I know that the thoughts I have about practicing, having your nursing practice through an entrepreneurial model is sort of radical. I I Mm -hmm. do understand that. I do think it's possible. We are always continuing to have evidence-based studies in nursing. Why? Why do we want evidence-based study in nursing if it's not to elevate our field and allow us 
to be an independent provider and paid as an independent provider. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a very radical idea of probably from many people's perspective and especially those up there who are the bean counters. They're the ones who are handling the money, right? And nurses have been in this relatively subservient position for, you know, decades or maybe more than decades. And we've gained professionalization. Nurse practitioners have come into the fore and clinical nurse specialists, but we're still relegated to a large extent to this, like you said, we're part of the room charge. We're not, we're, we're just sort of lumped in with everything else rather than the the respect and value placed on, like you said, a respiratory therapist or a physician or a surgeon. But then there's also this notion of nurses going out there and starting businesses that aren't, let's say, selling their services to an employer to work as a clinician, but nurses like you and I know, the hundreds of nurses you and I know, who are doing really cool things in the world. Amazing. And Yeah. And what are we seeing in terms of nurse entrepreneurship? What's this explosion about? And what are some nurses choosing to do? And I know you talk to nurses every single day. I do. And it's my, the favorite part of my day. Um, because it's inspiring to me. It's, it's, I want to be a megaphone for all these nurses and what they desire to do and what a lot of them are doing. So as far as what a lot of nurses are doing today is there's a tremendous growth, of course, in patient advocacy and patient advocacy programs. Um, we're seeing in these patient advocacy type programs, so many different avenues. So one of them could be working within the community as a patient mm -hmm. advocate where you are contracting your services with the uh, people in the community where you're helping them with a variety of services, managing maybe perhaps their health records, helping them with medications, everything that's within the scope of practice of a nurse that the nurse is already licensed for and enables them to offer those services to the community. So there's a lot of that. But then there are patient advocates that are working within um, an employer structure. And they go into the employer uh, entity um, and, and work with them. Um, elder care, same thing. Um, there are, you know, so many different directions of elder care. You know, we're talking that one in five people in, I think it's 2030, will be over the age of 65. One in five. Oh my gosh, that's going to be me. <laughs> now, I know, I know. And, and, and so the thing uh -oh. is, you know, they call this the silver tsunami. Well, True. the opportunities that are opened up, I mean, um, Stella Song, who's doing our keynote presentation this year, I'm sure it's going to be wonderful, but Stella is a real expert in the elder care community and all the different opportunities there are in that community. I know that um, she and I were talking most recently about going into the um, employer setting and helping the employers with their employees for caregiving. Mm -hmm. Because how many of us at a certain age are dealing with having to have caregiving services for our parents? Very true. Um, and where do they go? What kind of quality, um, you know, criteria are they using on given instruction on how to find appropriate caregiving services? So there's a lot in elder care. So patient advocacy is big. Elder care is big. Um, mm -hmm. Consulting continues to be a wide open field with so many different prongs of consulting. If you think about it, there's probably, I think the last time I looked, there was like about 180 uh, medical health specialties. Well, nurses are all working in those specialties, in those environments, and there could be a lot of great consulting opportunities. In fact, one nurse that I met early on 
Um, I'm, and we were in an elevator together and she heard me speak and she said, I'm a pediatric nurse and I'd like to prepare something for parents for what to do in the hospital, you know, how to deal with the hospital setting when your child is going to be admitted. And so we had a great conversation and she went on, of course, to be a consultant, a pediatric consultant for families. So Mm -hmm. there's just the variety is endless. Um, Cannabis today is a very big, hot market. You know, people are talking about it and the benefits and the, the, um, the variety of systems that it affects. Um, so we're having some great information out there and wonderful um, teaching and coaching in that field uh, of study. Right. The nurse cannabis field is really exploding right now. Absolutely. We have CBD, we have cannabis, and nurses are very trusted by the public, of course. We know that right. from the Gallup poll. So why, who else would a, uh, a lay person want to speak to about, well, how do I make use of the cannabis? What should I take? And how much should I take? And what particular part type is going to be good for my condition? Who else would they want to talk to but a nurse? Exactly. There's right. so many nurses in our um, membership that are into health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And That's there's true. a variety of things, everything from appropriate weight management, whether it's to help an individual gain weight or to help an individual lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, we have nurses that are certified in addition to their nursing license, they're certified in um, some form of exercise, whether it be yoga or CrossFit. Um, Mm -hmm. It's amazing the package that they bring, the offering that they bring to the community um, as far Mm -hmm. as a business goes. So we have have lots of that going on. Telehealth, of course. Wow. If, you know, COVID really exploded telehealth, because it was necessary. And here's the beautiful thing about it. Um, when I look at the, because um, you look at the government first, when I looked and saw the speed at which they were creating new procedural codes for telehealth, it made me so happy. You know, it was necessary. We needed it because um, all the healthcare community needed to be able to reach out in this method uh, to provide care and service while, while, you know, society was shut down, they couldn't meet in person. So that's that's been a big explosion. And there is a lot of, there are a lot of nurses that have moved their consulting and are doing it in a telehealth method. Zoom, just being Mm -hmm. able to meet over Zoom and Mm -hmm. you can do assessments, you can discuss things. I mean, from when I think about when my husband and I had a senior care company for eight years, we had 70 caregivers working for us. And I think Mm. to myself, oh man, if we had Zoom, I could have met with the individuals. I could have done an assessment virtually and I could have talked to all the family members. One of the big challenges when you're doing in-home care for individuals is a point person. So like if someone would maybe have seven children, which I had many clients that had many children, it was mm-hmm. hard communicating to all of them. Well, with right. Zoom, it's perfect. Right. And technology changes and the way we can do things changes. Absolutely. And those were the days, right? When we'd have to talk to one and then we'd have to, you know, have a phone tree or something and, or send an email, which is very impersonal. And so nurses are in a position to be able to do all these sorts of things. And you're coming from a place, like you just said, you have run your own business with your husband. Originally it was the senior care business. Correct. You have been you've been a leader in executive management of startups and you established multi-million dollar software as service companies with five fortune 500 companies. So it's not like you're coming from this place of having this idea that nurse entrepreneurship is possible. You've been there and 
of course, you've been the president of the NNBA since 2014. Correct. But the NNBA has been around since 1985. 1985. None of this is new to you. And you've also worked as a clinician in case management, and you've worked in health healthcare IT and clinical care, and you've even been a Navy corpsman. So you've been around the block, Michelle. I have. Yeah. You've seen a lot. You've seen a lot. And it makes me even more passionate to share um, with nurses the potential of everything that they are able to do. And Mm -hmm. for some nurses that choose some of the areas that I've gone into, it's easy for me to, um, you know, share with them the steps that I took for that, to get into Mm -hmm. that business. And, you know, so for example, as far as health IT, uh, because I was involved in um, running a couple different software companies as service, and it was a a wonderful opportunity, but truly it was my knowledge as being a nurse that enabled me to work with programmers. And Why so is that? <laughs> because what happened was I had gotten into um, utilization review management after I left the hospital setting. I had been nursing for about 10 years and I left the hospital setting and um, went into a case management position. They called it a healthcare resource specialist. Which, by the way, any nurse can use that title, a healthcare resource specialist, and then provide an array of services. But my services was to this insurance company that um, allowed me to work with claimants on their claims, helping them understand the medical language and also allocate resources. And I also worked with the claims examiners at this particular group health insurance company. But the thing that that insurance company did that was my favorite, it introduced me to computers. And it was the first time I used them and I saw how you could use it to compile data and do healthcare analysis. So I discovered that I was a detective and that was a component of my personality that allowed me then to work with programmers on healthcare programs. And the particular program that I got involved with dealt with utilization review. So involving the pre-authorization, concurrent review, and retrospective medical bill review. So those Mm -hmm. were the areas that I had expertise in. And I worked with programmers. I explained to them how things should compute. So I'll give a very basic example. In the situation where you're looking at contiguous body parts for reimbursement, And you're allowed to do the injury, the diagnosis, plus two contiguous body parts. Well, a programmer does not understand what a contiguous body part is. But they do understand that the ankle bone's connected to the shin bone, the shin bone's connected to the knee bone. And that's basically, of course, I said that in the appropriate language that you use uh, Mm -hmm. for diagnostic and procedures. But they got it. And once the programmer understood what the algorithm was supposed to produce, then it could make it produce the algorithm and you'd get your reimbursement for that automated instead of somebody Mm -hmm. looking through a claims manual and Mm -hmm. looking through a fee schedule to find how that pays. Right. So it saved time. Right. And here you were a nurse. And I was a nurse. Working with programmers who probably the last person they ever expected to talk to at their workplace would be a nurse. Absolutely. So nurses find these little niches that Absolutely. are interesting, unusual, sometimes a little cutting edge, sometimes to certain people counterintuitive, like a programmer working with a nurse, they're probably scratching their heads like, where did Michelle come from? So nurses 
come to you with a lot of questions. Lots of questions and lots of things. And you were asking me, what are the different areas that nurses are really getting into with business Mm -hmm. and these these innovative business opportunities? Well, a lot of them have to do with technology right now. There are a lot of nurses that are involved with technology. We had a couple nurses on the NNBA Shark Tank competition years ago. Um, We had nurses that developed a smartwatch. We had Mm -hmm. nurses that developed a nurse grid for scheduling and Mm -hmm. a program for helping the hospital systems be able to schedule nurses better. There are a multitude of nurses that are involved as consultants on Mm -hmm. a lot of the programs. Like, so for example, one of the nurses, one of our members worked with Epic, uh, the the electronic health record um, for 17 years. Mm -hmm. So, and there, that's always evolving. Um, And then there's programs out there that they're seeking nurses to contribute to giving them, um, advice on their new products. There's new technology products coming on board across the board. Yeah, exponentially. And the world has become very app-based, which can be hard for a lot of older folks who don't connect with this notion of apps on their phones, on their computers. But apps are really where it's all headed. So nurses can also be involved, I think, I believe, and I've seen some some examples of this in the development of health related and healthcare related apps yes. because nurses have That's the knowledge true. and the communication skills. And while they may not know coding and some of them actually do, some are learning to code and that's a whole nother area That's right. where nurses can kind of cross pollinate with the coding world. Like you did with software programmers that many years ago. So you were way ahead of your time as usual. (laughs) (laughs) And before we take a break, I just want to talk for a moment about the qualities of entrepreneurship. And you've always said, you've always maintained that nurses can make great business owners. And you've touched on a little bit of this already, but can you tell us any other areas or aspects of who nurses tend to be and what they bring to the table that tells us why they can be great business owners? Well, I think that, um, you know, my personal opinion, and I wrote about this in my book, um, is that nurses are very aligned with great entrepreneurs. So I look at, you know, great nurses and great entrepreneurs very similarly because nurses are, uh, you know, they're compassionate. They have uh, great uh, interpersonal skills in dealing with people and a range of people. So the, the qualities such as um, problem solving, you know, nurses are, have always been asked to do more with less. They've always been excellent problem solvers mm-hmm. and they're responsible. They also know how to prioritize and they believe in continuing education. You know, we've talked about this and about curiosity and and nurses, um, you know, they strive and believe in continuing education, which you have to. Um, So all those characteristics really align them with with entrepreneurs because 65 percent of entrepreneurs are basing their business on a heart-driven purpose. Hmm. And I think that that's what nurses, for the most part, are about. Nurses are really driven by how much they care to improve patient health, to improve quality outcomes. Nurses are improvers. And so um, I think they make great entrepreneurs. And The biggest thing that I see about entrepreneurship and starting your own business, you really have to know how to wear 10 hats Mm -hmm. and nurses wear 10 hats as a matter of routine. It's Mm -hmm. not new for them. They can do this. And so I just 
see that nursing and entrepreneurship is very aligned. That's true. We see it all the time at the NNBA. And when we come back from the break, we're going to dive into the upcoming event, the conference in late September, 2021. And I always tell people that the NNBA conference is my happy place. And while we were virtual in 2020 by dint of the pandemic, and we're going to be virtual one more time this coming September, people loved the virtual event in 2020. And people are excited about the virtual event this year. And then in 2022, you know, barring any unforeseen circumstances, we'll be meeting in person later in 2022, which I'm actually quite excited about because I miss people. I miss being in the same room. And I just want to say from my own experience that when I go to the NNBA, no matter how big it continues to grow, Michelle, you as the the ring leader, the circus master, <laughs> um, <laughs> even though it's, you know, uh, conferences can be a lot of cat herding, um, that conference is always, it always has a feeling of community and family and togetherness, no matter how larger it's gotten over the last years that you and I have both been involved. And you've really guided it in this place where it feels like such a supportive, wonderful, electric kind of atmosphere. And great stuff happens on stage and in all the all the concurrent sessions. And I also want to say that going to the conference, which I encourage people to do this year and next year when we're in person, so many cool things happen in the hallway. And when people go out to lunch and out to dinner and just grab a coffee together, that the community that you've created around the NMB is a very powerful form of connection and networking, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. you say it's your happy place. It mm-hmm. definitely is many of our happy place because we are so happy seeing nurses and the light bulbs going off. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, our audience is basically 50% of aspiring entrepreneurs and 50% already have their business, nurse business owners. It's such a wonderful thing to see everybody talking and all the different collaborative sparks. You can literally feel it. That positivity that exists at the conference, you can literally feel it. I do all the time, every year. (laughs) It is. It's a wonderful, enthusiastic um, environment. And while I look forward to 2022 in-person event, Mm -hmm. I have to say that it surprised me how much collaboration and how much networking took place in the virtual event that went on last year. Oh, it's very true. And, And it just, it surprised me with all the conversations going back and forth and the chatter in the chat boxes. And it was, it was very exciting as well. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, you know, it is, it's a wonderful event and we look forward to it. It's a lot of work as Mm -hmm. far as coordinating it. I have a tremendous amount of help from the business advisory board, um, of which you're a part of. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very grateful to that for that help because, We want to make it better every year. We deliver on a promise to nurses and Mm -hmm. we promise that they're going to learn what they need to learn about nurse entrepreneurship and career alternatives. And we have to make it different and better every year. So that's the exciting part is it's working to get there. It's the new speakers. It's the new content. It's, it's so exciting. It is exciting. And when we come back from the break, I want to, dive more into the conference and what people can expect, how they can connect with the NNBA, the community at large, and also how they can connect with the conference itself and get prepared for September, which is only a few months away. So we will be right back with Michelle Podlesny, the president of the National Nurses and Business Association for this special bonus episode of The Nurse Keith Show. So now we're going to take a pause for the cause for just a moment. 
please consider becoming a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other awesome listeners who value the show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support The Nurse Keith Show, you also get some pretty cool premiums and gifts from yours truly. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith. And if you know someone who could benefit from career coaching with me, please consider referring them. And if they become a paying client, you'll receive credit for an hour of coaching with me. And there's no expiration date on that credit, so you can keep it in your back pocket until you need it most. And remember that you can refer as many people as you like and continue to earn those coaching credits. What an incredible deal. And please head over to nursekeith.com and sign up for my newsletter, which comes out regularly and brings you supportive messages, updates from my blog and my podcast, resources, and all sorts of other stuff. Remember, nursekeith.com, sign up for that newsletter, and you'll also get a free download from me as my gift to you. Anyway, those are my sincere asks today. So now, Let's dig back into today's topic without further ado. And welcome back to the second half of the episode. Remember the show notes where you can learn all about Michelle Podlesny and the National Nurses and Business Association will be at nursekeith.com forward slash NNBA 2021. And we're back with friend of the pod and my friend, Michelle Podlesny, the president of the National Nurses and Business Association. And just before the break, Michelle, we were talking about the conference and how it's my happy place and many people's happy place when it comes to being with members of our community and hanging out with other nurses and seeing the light bulbs go off and the sparks fly and the business ne- business deals going down in the hallway, which yes. I've witnessed myself and actually have made myself while there. That's right. So, yeah. So how does the NNBA empower and equip nurses for business. What are some of the things that the NNBA offers and what, what can happen to a nurse when he or she encounters the NNBA? Well, the first thing is, um, of course, they're welcomed. And um, we reach out to each new member with a phone call. And sometimes we have that phone call and sometimes um, we leave a message, but there's a letter that comes out welcoming nurses in the, in that letter, it outlines what they can expect. And one of the things they can expect are newsletter that comes out on the first and the 15th of each month. And it tells, directs them to how they get into their exclusive dashboard area that has Mm -hmm. the Nurses Business Training Center. Mm -hmm. And in that Nurses Business Training Center, that's where it gets exciting for a lot of nurses that call me afterwards for a discussion. And because they're seeing for the first time the process of in module one, getting clear on the different opportunities. You know, we have out of our membership, we have 45 different broad categories that evolve into main overarching components of what nurses get into business. So those Hmm. nursing business opportunities are clarified in the first module And it talks about entrepreneurship and it talks about the barriers to entrepreneurship and the factors right now that are influencing entrepreneurship. Just so that the nurse that is maybe in a discovery mode is looking at, okay, these are all these different opportunities that I can possibly start a business as. Um, And here's what's involved. The second module is all about starting the business. It's it's down to the detail because nurses, a lot of them have very good knowledge of what they know, their expertise and have the idea of what they want to do. 
but they don't know about naming their business. They don't know about logo design. They don't know maybe which entity to choose to be in business because you can, um, you know, be a ver- from a variety, from being a private owner to a corporate owner. There, there's, a, there's a whole range of entities, and it's explained in that section. It's explained also about, in the income area, how do you charge for your services? What are some templates of letters you can use? We have three different business plans for nurses. And I always recommend the lean uh, or the mini business plan Mm -hmm. because the traditional business plan, which we include, Mm -hmm. is usually when you're going to a large institution, a bank or venture capitalist to try to get funding. Mm the vast majority of nurse business owners are self-funded and they come at this from, okay, I have this much money and I need this much money to start my business and get it rolling. Um, What's really good too, is we also have some business tools such as the uh, nurses business startup calculator that nurses can actually feed in amounts that they think they'll need. And it gives Mm -hmm. them a total of what it would cost to start up their business. So Mm -hmm. that's all in module two. And then module three is then how to keep your business uh, successful, how to promote Mm -hmm. your business, how to market your business and keep it successful. So those things and the tools, and then there's all the marketing and networking um, opportunities that are listed within the uh, dashboard area, excuse me, dashboard area for the nurses. Right. Yeah, those are a lot of resources. And a lot. you and I both know that within the NMBA world, within our little ecosystem, there's a lot of coaches, whether it's health and wellness or like someone like me who does career coaching, or there's all sorts of ways in which nurses can seek into coaching and use their expertise. We have a lot of writers, right? We do. And what are a couple other categories that we see a lot? The legal nurse consultants, maybe? Legal nurse consultants, um, patient advocacy, Mm -hmm. elder care communities, like senior care, home care, home health, uh, staffing agencies. Oh, yes. uh, Nursing registries. Um, Mm -hmm. There's just so many different examples. Like you said, there are a lot of uh, coaches out there, lots of consultants. We have some wonderful educators, Mm -hmm. different companies, different members that have different companies that provide all types of different um, educational courses for nurses. Um, Right. Just in a variety, complete variety out there. Yeah. And and speaking of senior care, you know, you've quoted statistics about how many of us will be over 65. That's right. And Stella Song, our keynote speaker this year, she is brilliant when it comes to elder care and what it takes to do that. And my friend, Elise Ponton, who lives here in Santa Fe, she spoke at the NNBA prior. She did. Yeah. And she owns a great company here in Santa Fe called Nurses with Heart. And she knows a lot about business and how to, how to actually train and retain your best help who you can find as caregivers for your home-based business. And her reputation and her organization's reputation here in Santa Fe is stellar. And that's because she is a nurse who really understands business. So she, I'll give, you know, I'll give props to Elise that she works as a clinician. She goes out and does evaluations and assessments. She doesn't take insurance, so it's all private pay. That's right. And so she has a lot of control over her life. She has a lot of control over her business, her business model, and the lifestyle she wants to live and the work style she wants to adopt, right? So she's a good example of one of those NNBA members who understands how to construct something that works for them. And a lot of nurses come to me as well. And then I point them to the NNBA, of course, because they say, I want to have more control. I want to be able to dictate 
how my life goes. And I don't want to be beholden to an employer anymore, for instance. So do you see this with nurses that that a lot of them are just saying, you know, my priorities are changing and I just wanna, I just wanna have more control over my life and create the vision of what I want. Is that a common thread you might hear in conversation? It truly is. And here's the wonderful thing about the nursing profession. And I love the nursing profession. Mm -hmm. And it is because you can design your work style around your lifestyle. Because that's what causes a lot of change to our work style. You know, perhaps we're a new nurse. I can relate to myself. Being a new nurse, I'd work as much as they wanted me to work, as often as they wanted me to work, uh, whenever and wherever. It didn't matter to me. I could work my unit where I was working and they could put me PRN where they needed me. I was Mm -hmm. wanting to just work, work, work. By the time that I was in a serious relationship with someone, well, there's a change. It's like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, I don't want to work this much. Uh, I, so I pulled back and, and nurses have the ability to do that. Nurses that end up having children, um, mothers and fathers, Mm-hmm. basically can make the decision, okay, I'm going to change my nursing career again mm-hmm. to adapt to now having a child and wanting to be around more often. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to take a little segue here to also say in the general population, I think it's amazing the statistics I'm hearing that 40% of the workforce doesn't want to go back on site. That as, a re- that as a result of seeing how things can be done, they want to continue to work um, from home and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, virtually. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a very interesting world. So nursing itself can adapt to all these changes. You get older and you don't want to maybe you don't want to reduce your income, but you want to reduce your hours that you're on mm-hmm. your feet um, and working in a clinical setting. Well, you start looking at some additional income opportunities, maybe that there are that you can use your experience. So right. I, I love that about nursing. You can design your nursing career um, to follow your what your life is telling you that it wants to be about at that point. But right. the main reasons right. that nurses really do something entrepreneurial, whether part-time or full-time is because they want more autonomy. What is that? You know, they want to know, they want to decide where they work, when they work, for who they work, for how much they work. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to have flexibility, same thing. They want to feel that they're fulfilling their purpose. Maybe, you know, because the purpose changes over time. We change over time. Mm -hmm. So as a result, they're thinking, you know, I know that I can do this thing, this one thing better. I might do it better by providing improved services. I might do it through technology. Um, I might do it through consulting. There's a variety of ways that nurses feel they can improve upon something. And then Mm -hmm. there's the nurse innovators as well, the inventors, the creators of Mm -hmm. new products, new services that haven't been done. And then, you know, nurses, they don't want to have a cap or feel like they have a cap on their financial reward. Mm -hmm. So there's many ways in which nurses can do business that there isn't a cap. There isn't a limit. There isn't someone providing the evaluation other than the customer Mm -hmm. that is involved. So, and then I, you know, the last thing, Keith, and, and we know this, I mean, and especially at my age, And that's why I am enjoying my role at the NNBA so much, because there's legacy. There's Mm -hmm. legacy involved. Like, what do I want to leave? What do I want to leave in regards to my nursing profession and what I've done and what I've spent, you know, 40 plus years doing? Um, So there are all those reasons and and everything that we just talked about um, 
are what's going on with entrepreneurship. Those are great character characterizations and descriptions of why it's so important and why many nurses are realizing that these alternatives exist. And the NNBA is one of those main places where people can go to really learn about this and get inspired and get excited. And speaking of excited, the conference is September 24th to 26th, 2021. And the main event is really the 25th and 26th, which is a Saturday and Sunday. And different than a live, you know, in-person event, which we're all looking forward to in 2022, people can attend everything. There's there's several live, (laughs) right. There's several live, you know, the keynotes are live. There's certain presentations that will happen in the moment and people can be there if they want, but Mm -hmm. isn't it true that of all the concurrent sessions and all of the content from the conference, nurses who pay to attend have actually four weeks to watch and consume everything. Absolutely. That's one of the exciting things. There's a couple of exciting things about virtual versus in person. Mm -hmm. Although we're all, everyone is looking forward to eventually getting back in person. Um, However, one of the things is the value. Um, So for right now, I think until July 31st, um, the conference for members is $249. Well, that's $100 off of what our live in-person event is. And we're able mm-hmm. to do that because our costs are less in producing a virtual conference. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. So it's a great value for nurses. True. The other thing is that there are 15 contact hours between Saturday and Sunday. So Saturdays, Sessions and Sunday session are 12 in all, plus the live presentations, um, the keynote presentation. We're doing an expert panel on new business issues in a post-COVID world. Um, and I'm doing a, a tutorial on um, software design and development for nurses. Mm. So all that combines into a 15 contact hours. Last year, we had several nurses that chose to um, purchase five of the pre-conferences, all of the pre-conferences. So each pre-conference is a workshop and it's a three hour plus workshop worth three contact hours. So there's tremendous value in this. And then the icing, of course, is four weeks. We are giving the content to nurses that register for four weeks until the end of October to consume when they want in the way they want, take the time they want um, to get all the information. Yeah, and that's wonderful. And I encourage listeners to go to nursekeith.com forward slash NNBA 2021 to click on the links there and head over to the NNBA's website to read about the conference and consider attending. And I'll be part of that panel discussion Absolutely. that's happening. And I love doing that. And, you know, how can nurses be involved with the NNBA once they join, attend the conference? how can they get involved and stay in touch with all the latest information that's coming out about entrepreneurship and business? Well, I think it's really important that nurses make sure that they get our newsletter. Um, The newsletter comes out on the 1st and the 15th of every month. Since January on the 1st of the month, I have been highlighting multiple of nurse members of the NNBA and their Mm -hmm. businesses and their stories. I have gotten a great deal of response and comments from nurses on how much they love 
looking at and reading the nurses' business success strategies and stories and tips, et cetera. So that's fun. That's on the first of the month. On the 15th of the month, I continue with the curating of articles very specific for nurse entrepreneurs and business owners. And those articles, one of the great things about membership is in the exclusive dashboard area, we have the archives of all those newsletters going back to 2014. Mm -hmm. So there is, there are hundreds of newsletters there, hundreds of curated articles on nurse entrepreneurship, examples, um, and spotlights on different uh, members. So that's one way, the newsletter and making sure that um, that comes through. Another way is something we just uh, a brand new opportunity that we started working with, and that's the NNBA Nurse Entrepreneurship Facebook group. It's for NNBA members, and we're having fun getting that started and uh, kicked off, and there's a lot of chatter already out there. So that's a great thing that we're excited about. I'm trying to think, you know, the the nursesbusiness.com is where you'll see all the uh, benefits uh, put together uh, on member on nurse entrepreneur members. Um, we also have two membership, two other membership types. And one of the reasons is because we feel that more nurses should be learning in nursing school about entrepreneurial practice um, of nursing. And excuse me, that's the student nurse membership. And then we also have a healthcare interprofessional membership out there for healthcare associates um, to mm-hmm. join the NNBA as well. Meaning people who are not nurses specifically. Correct. Right. So the non-nurses are, is the student membership, student nurse membership, and the healthcare associate membership. Hmm. Yeah. So those are some different things there. And um, so there's a lot of exciting stuff that's going on. Um, We're going to have another major benefit uh, announcement um, and it's coming very soon where it's guest blogger um, opportunities for Mm -hmm. our nurse members. And I'm very excited about that because our members have so much Um, that they want to share and can share that's very valuable to all of us. Um, So we're going to have that ability out on the website and get that uh, going as well. So we're excited. There's lots of, we're always working on adding benefits and features and uh, value to our members. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really wonderful. And the conference is called the, It's the NNBA's 36th Annual Educational Conference on Nurse Entrepreneurship and Career Alternatives. So that that says it right there, education, because we're really teaching skills and strategies and feeding people ideas that will inspire them or empower them. And then entrepreneurship and career alternatives, that's telling nurses very clearly that there is an alternative. There are other things you can do. And we're not saying that everyone has to quit their job and become an entrepreneur. You can have a side hustle like I started out with. My coaching practice and podcasting and writing were side hustles for quite a few years. You know, I made a little bit of money on the side and I slowly built it over time with a lot of help from people I met at the NMBA actually. And you know, shout outs to you and Donna Cardillo and Renee Thompson and Louise Jakubic and other people who really helped me in those early years. And I eventually did quit that last job as a CNO of a home health agency and became a full-time self-employed person. So there are a lot of choices nurses have. There's choices of what you might do. You could be a coach, a writer, a consultant, a speaker, a legal nurse consultant, And it doesn't have to be something you go whole hog with right away. So the NNBA can be that place where you go that nurtures you over time and helps you develop the chops and the skills and strategies so that when you're ready to make the leap, you can really make the big leap and have that safety net of the NNBA that 
what I like to see is the brain trust of the NMBA. All those really brilliant people you can network with and talk to, including you, you yourself, so that it it is a launching pad for nurses who are interested. And they don't have to be scared that they have to just dive right in, head and feet first, right into the fire. We can absolutely we can kind of save them from the fire and kind of give them a little, give them a leg up, right? So they don't have to get burned when they first jump in. <laughs> Yeah. One of the first presentations, just like you said, Keith, um, one of the presentations is how to start a side hustle. We want to make sure that nurses come away from this conference different than anything that they're used to. And that is that they really have some tangible how to's, you know, actionable items that they can do as soon as they leave the conference. In fact, we've had some nurses after the first day take some action and then share it with us the second day at the conference. So oh, it's, absolutely. it's, it's just fantastic. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was looking at this and I, I thought, you know, how do we convey about what this conference is about? And I'm going to talk about just a few of the presentations, you know, Harvard business review did a study that said the number one criteria for advancement in any career Mm -hmm. is effective communication. Mm -hmm. And we have probably, I think, five sessions that deal with improving communication. So, for example, the power of your story, an ingredient uh, for business success is one of our presentations. Turn your 60-minute presentation into a six-figure business. Um, Donna Cardillo is doing Creating a Speaking Empire, How I Did It and You Can Too. Mm -hmm. And then we have Negotiating and Getting the Perfect Contract. We have this year from Nurse to Writer, How to Build a Six-Figure Writing Business. So those Ones that I just mentioned, those topics are specific to improving communication skills and what you can use within your business and what you can use within your nursing practice today. Mm-hmm. That's right. And those are just samples of what's out there. That's right. And if people go to the show notes, they can learn more about the conference, look at the agenda, hear about who's going to be there and who's going to be presenting. And this is a great way to jump into the NNBA world because it's less expensive. You don't have to fly to a conference. That's right. And you can get a taste of it. And I I say that most people who will attend the virtual summit will return for the live summit in 2022 because they're going to be lit up enough and excited enough to want to jump in. And it may not be the right time for everybody. But if you have that, even like a little inkling, if you have four weeks to check out all the concurrent, all the sessions and the keynotes and all the information, it's a worthy endeavor. So I encourage you to go to nursekeith.com forward slash NNBA 2021 to learn more about the upcoming National Nurses and Business Conference. So Michelle, thank you so much for coming back to the show and gracing the airwaves. And I hope some folks out there are going to be really excited and inspired and empowered and decide to attend this year with us again. And I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and telling people about what to expect. Well, it's always my pleasure, Keith. And one of the things that I want to uh, make sure that everybody knows is that the early bird uh, savings ends July 31st. So just to be sure you get the best price out there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, our goal with the NNBA is to provide uh, information about nurses' businesses that benefits and contributes and has everybody enjoying the NNBA community. So I really appreciate sharing this time with you and sharing this information with nurses. Thanks, Michelle. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to this episode. And again, the show notes will be at nursekeith.com forward slash NNBA 2021. If you need personalized holistic career coaching to elevate your career, 
Look no further than nursekeith.com. If you mention the show or mention Michelle Podlesny, you'll get 15% off your first package rather than the usual 10. And if you would consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith, $2 a month for a year would be a great gift to me and help me produce the show for the year to come. The Nurse Keith Show is a proud member of the Health Podcast Network at healthpodcastnetwork.com, one of the largest and fastest growing high quality collections of authoritative podcasts, taking on the tough topics in healthcare with empathy, expertise, and excellence. The Nurse Keith Show is adroitly and expertly produced by Rob Johnston of 520R Podcasting, and Mark Cappy Speeson is our expert stalwart social media ringmaster. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch, attend the NNBA conference. This is Nurse Keith saying adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Michelle Podlesny saying see you later from Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Well, thank you, Michelle. Thanks to everyone for listening. And we will catch you on the flip side.